Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So it looks like high school cheerleading is making a comeback, in our community anyways. This makes me so incredibly happy. I remember it was about 20 years ago when local schools started to do away with it. What was the reason behind it? I, From what I have heard, there's two reasons, um, budget restrictions and interest. The, the, the question I have as far as budget, how much does it cost to run a cheerleading program because it for just perception tells me it wouldn't be a lot of money. I don't think it's a lot. And I'm speaking from my own experience, which was 20 years ago. So right. um, there's the cost of the uniforms, which is a few hundred dollars a piece. Did, and or gr- that's what it was 20 years ago. Girls didn't buy them. That was they not- were owned by the school. And okay. you just like, here's our collection of uniforms. Find your size. Gotcha. And you wear that through the season. That's again, 20 years ago, that's how it was. Um, And then there's typically um, a teacher who is the coach. So there's the expense of the the teacher's additional time. Um, And then the transportation piece, I know was always an issue, even when I was in school, like getting to and from the away games. Because you cheered for which sports? I cheered for football and wrestling. Okay. And so for football, we took a van And our coach would drive the van. The van was owned by the school. And that's how we got to and from football games. Right. And for wrestling, we rode the bus with the wrestling team. Okay. So that's, again, 20 years ago, that's how we did it. But that's where the expenses, the main expenses came in. Right, right. So I'm just wondering, when when they were looking at budget cuts for the the schools that used that Mm -hmm. as the excuse... Was it was I mean, it was that a good place to start? Because that that didn't seem like they were saving themselves a whole bunch of money. No, it feels like maybe that was just an easy thing to cut because interest was waning at that time. What? Why do you think interest was waning? I don't know because when I was in high school, cheerleading was was popular. It was popular across the country. Mine as well. When I when there I was, was in high school, it was. I mean, so. I I subscribed to a cheerleading magazine. Sure. I went to cheer camp every summer for like a week. I mean, it was it was big. So I don't know if if things changed just across the country where it kind of lost some of its excitement or some of its popularity, but it was huge when I was in high school. I mean, we went to cheerleading competitions, which I know they still have, but I think a lot of those are more like a Minnesota Power Athletics, right. which is a local cheer gym. A competitive Which is a competitive group. cheer gym. My high school team competed. So right. we cheered for games, and then we also had a competition team. Wow. And we traveled across the upper Midwest and went to cheer competitions, too. Because our daughter's school, she goes to a private school, they actually have cheerleaders. Yes. But I believe there are schools still in the district here. The public schools do not do have Do not. And I, and I remember when they when they did away with them, I could not figure it out for the life of me. What? I was like, because you're not saving a ton of money. Why? I, I just don't get, was it? There's one thing that I'm thinking that I better not be true. Okay. 
is like, I remember some of the um, people in my family when I was a cheerleader, because I was the first person in my family to be a cheerleader. Other women before me had had interest yeah, and were told like, that's pointless. <laughs> so I'm just hoping right. that there was not that kind of thought pattern with the, re- the not having cheerleading. Right. Like so, that it's, that it's pointless because it is not pointless in uh, real quick in, in reference to the school here, uh, close to us, one of the bigger public schools mm-hmm. that has decided to bring it back. Did they say why? Uh, they said, I, I read an article in the local newspaper and they said there was interest from the students. They had a teacher who had been a cheerleader, um, about 20 years ago. Right. So she's probably about my age. And she had an interest in taking on the coach role or the advisor role. And so they they said, we'll, we'll put it out there. We'll give it a try. They wound up with 26 girls on the team. That's awesome. Which is huge. That is. That, so that is awesome. 26 youth who may have not had an interest in other team activities that right. are now on a team, part of the school festivities, um, helping to connect the community to the sports teams. I mean, there's tons of benefits in my opinion to having a cheer team. What about cheerleading helped you and made you a better child or young adult uh, when, when you actually participated? What was the, what was the benefits of it? I mean, cause we can get into sports and I mm-hmm. understand it's probably along those same lines. It right? is. Yeah. It's, you're, uh, you're a member of a team. Right. And I am, I'm not athletic. Um, you I, have to be athletic to be a cheerleader. I'm I think not a, you, I should, I think I you shouldn't are say athletic. That. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. I am athletic. I don't like playing sports. Well, well, I just think that there's, that cheerleading is a sport. I'll go back to this. I think that some people are athletic and and more gifted at different sports. Yeah. So I was not here. You're right. You're right. I digress. Yeah. I was not interested in playing basketball. I was not interested in playing volleyball. I was not interested in any of the sports that my school offered except cheerleading. Right. So that gave me an opportunity in high school and junior high. I cheered all the way through junior high and high school that gave me an opportunity to be involved on a team, support the school, um, learn those team building skills, those team skills that you would learn on any team. Right. And um, if there weren't, wouldn't have been cheerleading, I wouldn't have got involved, been involved. Right. Uh, here's a question. I ha- you may have the answer. Mm-hmm. You may not. I want to, here's, you don't see, not in our area anyways, you don't see a lot of young men get involved in that. But as soon mm-hmm. as you get to the Division One college level, it's huge. it's huge. And they're super talented. You and I actually met a group of young people from that cheered for Iowa State. Yes, it right? was men and women. Yeah, they were from the Ames. And they were the nicest bunch of kids. I and mean, they, it was at a music festival yeah, years ago. It was. And it was fantastic to talk to them and get to know them because we camped right next to them. So, um, but I'm just wondering why is at a high school level, why are there not more young men involved? Because if there were, it would certainly enhance the actual performance itself because of the things that they do. So, here's a fun fact we had three men on our cheerleading squad really? in Walk on Iowa. Wow. 20 years ago. 
Okay. Which is insane. Like unheard right, of. Right. 20 years ago to have three males on your cheerleading team. Um, they do have, or they did have then, um, there was quite a bit of restrictions and rules on what they would allow you to do as far as stunting with male, female partners right. for safety. Sure. Because a lot of the stuff that they do in college is dangerous. It, it Well, it's incredibly dangerous. It's very dangerous. So there are things that at the high school level, at least that's how it used to be that you couldn't do. Okay. So was that, did that involve like the girls that they called the flippers? Well, we, they're called flyers. flyers. Okay. God, let me, oh God, I'm going to (laughs) get trowed for that one. But here flyers, because when we camped alongside that crew from Iowa state and they had a a young girl that was with them and that was her job and she was itty bitty. So we had flyers. Yeah. Yeah, We stunted and we had flyers, but you couldn't go. Um, like above shoulder level. Okay. So if you were doing like um, a, a stunt that they call like a chair, yeah, you couldn't do a full elevated chair in high school where you're. What, what is a chair? You is that, like sit on the the male cheerleader's hands. Oh, gotcha. And they hold you up like you're sitting in a chair. Gotcha. Um, so there were some restrictions there. There were some restrictions like when it came to basket tosses, um, which is where like your your team will make fists and like hold on to each other's wrists. Right. I'm doing it to you, which is not right. helpful for anyone <laughs> listening. Um, and then you basically, the flyer will stand on their hands sure. and they go like one, two down up and yeah. then they, they toss the flyer. So there were some restrictions on what you could do when it came to basket tosses um, and different kind of stunting, which may have been one of the reasons that men aren't, or that male youth aren't as interested because it's not as right. Well, they wouldn't be. The they, right would, word. they wouldn't be able to contribute in a way that they would like to as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I think there probably is a stigma, or maybe was a stigma. I don't know if it's still there, but I know that the the guys that we had on our team, um, they were they were confident, and right. they and they got teased. You know, well, I I remember meeting. The guys from, mm-hmm. the, again, this is a D1 school. This was a serious cheer program at Iowa State. Oh, yeah. And I remember I also can, uh, I can relate to there being a stigma attached mm-hmm. because when I was going to high school and graduating in the late 80s, if you would have been a male cheerleader, you would have got teased. And I mean, guy, that, let's and, just be honest. And the guys right? in Wacon, Iowa sure. did get teased, but they, it was like, they really liked it. Yeah. And we had one of our cheerleaders. He went on to be the mascot at the university of Iowa sure. in college. Um, and then when I cheered at Winona state, that was a co-ed team. Right. And it was a sought after spot on the right. squad. Well, I remember when I met the guys that were on that cheer team at Iowa state that just shattered the stigma for me because oh, yeah. they were cool. They and were, they're, and, and they're they were, athletic they and they're were strong, super athletic yeah. and they were super strong. And it, it was, it was awesome to talk to them and get and understand what got them mm-hmm. in, involved. And, but I just was wondering, but that, what you just explained to me is probably the reason if at a high school level for, for safety reasons, they're not out there doing the things that you watch them do at a big college event. Right. It wouldn't be as fun for them probably. And they wouldn't contribute as much. Or like when you see at a college, when um, the base will have the flyer, like her feet will be in his hands yes. and they're like standing. Fully. I see it. Yeah. And like when I was in high school, you couldn't do that in high right. school. You could only go to shoulder height, which right. is still sure a skill. Yeah, absolutely. And it still takes 
athleticism, I swear to God, but it's not the full extension. Sometimes those girls are getting tossed what seems to be like 15 feet in yeah. the air. Well, back in the day, I was a flyer. It is. And it is quite a thrill to get tossed around like that. Well, it's good to see it making a comeback. And I'm shocked that for two decades, it was just basically gone. And I, I could, because I know a lot of women that didn't want to see it go, that were cheerleaders in high school, mm -hmm. and they wanted their daughters to have the opportunity. And I, for the life of me, could not understand why it was so difficult for something that requires a minimal budget. Maybe, was it the time? I mean, I, I, I can't figure it out. Again, I only know kind of the stories that I've heard okay. in our community right. from, of why it was cut, but I also, um, I know that there has always kind of been... Um, like a stereotype sure. around cheerleading, like sure. that they're ditzy or that they're dumb or that they can't play sports. Right. And I, I would like to think that that doesn't exist do you, do anymore. Do you think it was a sexist thought pattern as well? Like cheerleader? Yeah. Like, oh, it's, po it's pointless. We don't yeah, need it. Right. Um, Cause I remember we would get comments like that from like male teachers and like even some of the athletes at school. That's too like, bad. You guys don't actually do anything. That's terrible. Like, yeah. Um, because we have a, a, a five-year-old daughter who every time we go to any sporting event, that's what immediately who she goes looking yes. for, right? Oh my God, me too. And I, God, I love cheerleading so much in high school. I mean, I eat, slept and breathed cheerleading. It was my sport. And I had to like campaign my case to my parents to get them to let me even do it. Why was that? Again, because of this this stigma or this like um, stereotype of cheerleaders being ditzy or, I mean, all of these things that are, are they're pointless or they're, really? not, they're they, not actually involved. They thought that that would actually affect your image in the public eye. I mean, I guess when you put it like that, probably. That's crazy to mm -hmm. me. That's just bonkers. Yeah. And so I had to um, not beg, but I had to like right. state my case for right. why I wanted to try cheerleading. And I started in seventh grade and I was the captain um, by the, by the time I got to high school, obviously. Is, is it going to take more teachers and school staff to stand up and and take the reins on something like this to open the gates. I Is think that teachers and school staff, I think administration, and I think the communities too. Right. Where, you know, you're going to, to football games, and I think cheerleading does enhance the experience. It does yeah, bring I, I agree. the pep band, and it brings the crowd, and it creates this synergy where – Yes, the, the crowd is cheering whether there's cheerleaders or not. Right. But it just enhances the entire experience of a high school football game. Yeah. When when we go to, again, uh, our daughter goes to a private Catholic school, they have a cheerleading team. Mm -hmm. And the interaction with the crowd yeah. and the parents and the players, I think it just, it really creates this sense of community and it's fun. I just, and the kids love it. Everybody loves it. And I don't. I, I've never understood for, for the two decades now, until this came back recently, yeah. I had almost forgot about it. I was like, well, that's not a thing at high school level anymore. Yeah, it is. I was so excited when you sent me that article yeah. that, that um, one of the smaller surrounding communities had brought cheerleading back. And then when I read it and found out there was 26 kids that were involved, I that, was like, this is amazing. There is, there's a need. Yeah. To, and to reference 
the the size of this community is it around ten thousand? Maybe a little bit more, maybe. Yeah, give but, or take. And and the fact that twenty six India yeah. kids got involved tells me that this there is an interest in it, and obviously the parents are behind it. And thank God for the staff members that that, that helped out, right? And one thing that just occurred to me too, and because I didn't grow up in the town where we live, I grew up in a much smaller town, so the the options for activities were very limited. I mean, it was like football, basketball, volleyball, cross country, track, sure. softball, baseball, cheerleading. Right. Um, where we live, there are a lot more options. I don't know if that led to the demise of the high school cheerleading team because there were a lot more choices. Um, dance is really big in our community, which is not a school sponsored event, but what? you know, you could be kind of taking your people who would make good cheerleaders or be interested in cheerleading. And if they're fully committed to dance, that could have had something to do with it too. I'm I, speculating. That's that, that did cross my mind. I thought, and it's not just cheerleading and dance, but uh, youth sports in general, right through high school, have taken a completely different path than they had 20 or 30 years mm, ago. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's more of the parents' responsibility to fund and transport, transport them yep, yep. and do all of these other things. And it has almost become a separate entity away from school. And not almost, it has. It has, yeah, yeah especially literally, the youth sports. Yeah. It's, it's gotten to the point where it's absolutely, it's crazy to me. But I mean, honestly, there are some students and uh, that, that get involved and it, and it does a wonder of good for them. It, it does, it, it's fantastic, but it's just very, very different. And I thought since it's, w- with all of the other options available, like MPA, and a lot of the dance There's studios, dance they're here. everywhere. Dance is huge here. All of them, I thought, you know, maybe that's the reason that the girls got away from it. I don't know. I don't know that, but I'm just thinking that did the schools look at that and be like, mm, right? What's our, you know, is this going to, are we just going to, is it, are we going to get anybody with enough interest with the skill level required to come out and do this? I don't know. And then there's the piece of like, where do the cheers come from? Right. You know, you have to learn the cheers. Sure, you have yeah. to, you know, if there's, um, we did a lot of dancing on the cheer team I was on. Like there would be like spirit dances in between quarters and we had like a big halftime routine that we did. I was, oh, God, I'm getting the goosebumps. I would be interested to talk to the young people in high schools, junior high and high schools, and see if they would have the interest in doing something like that if it was available for them. Mm-hmm. I would be too. That would I'd be, be interested. A, that would be an interesting conversation to have. But anyways, St. Peter, Minnesota, again, a smaller community, about 15 minutes here from uh, the Mankato, North Mankato area, bringing cheerleading back. And it was great to see that because I just felt like it was one of those things that went away that you don't realize that you miss it until it's gone. And there must be communities across the country that that still do have active cheerleading programs I think, because I think down south it's big. Colleges still, still yeah. have cheerleaders and they have to come from somewhere. Uh, my hometown still has a very active cheerleading program. Sure, yeah. I, I, again, this might be just our school district. I don't know yeah, that. It's it's something I've not paid attention to, but I just you know, I, I did pay attention when it went away. And now that I saw this comeback uh, from one of our local, you know, schools, well, relatively local anyways, I thought, wow. I think it's awesome to That's see. Cool. And I love that these 26 
students now have an opportunity to get involved on a team. And well, um, in a town that size, that tells me there's legitimate interest. Yeah. And I don't know what their process for getting on the team was. Like we had tryouts in my school. Sure. And I don't know if they still do that anywhere. I, you know, I have no idea. I, I suppose there's probably some of each. Um, right. But that at times became contentious. Sure. Where there would be, you know, well, girls you, who didn't end up getting on the team. But you get that in youth sports. I mean, right, uh, right, right, right down right. to the grade school level. Yep. Sometimes I wonder how these uh, officials, whether it be an umpire in baseball or referees in football, hockey or anything else, I'm wondering how they even go, how they even put up with it, I right? Because it gets contentious. Oh, absolutely. And not, not everybody's like that, but there's always those people, right? Who just can't realize that their kids... Let the coaches coach them. Yeah. Let them yep. play the game fairly and just let them go about their business. Mm-hmm. And there will be some that will excel and who are good at athletics, and there will be others who are not. Yes. That's fine. Yep. That's that I think we can just go with that, right? But anyways, that was one of the things that came up and and I think that and I started chatting with some of my uh buddies across the country that I have uh-huh. and they're and it's it's spotty in different communities, sure. but to see it come back here. I was glad to see that. If anybody wants to meet up and do some old cheers from the early 2000s. Could you know. could you find time yourself to coach? God, I would love a to. A cheer team? I honestly would love if to. If the opportunity came up. I don't know if I would have the time, but I would really love it. <laughs> it so was it was some of my go. favorite I know. Favorite I, things. I know and how passionate you are about it. That's I absolutely why I, loved it. That's why I forwarded that article and I was glad to see. I'm headed back to my hometown this weekend and it's homecoming. Oh yeah. You have your you have your twenty year class I reunion. Do. Saturday night and there was some talk in a group text with some of us like should we go to the homecoming game? I'm like, we are a hundred. We cannot go to the homecoming You're not a hundred. You guys are in your mid thirties. <laughs> I know, but I was like late thirties. Well thirty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. I might now. I might have to go to the you, homecoming game. You, you may have to. You think they'd and, let me join them out on the track? Oh, I, sure. Why not? Why not? I still not? remember the school song dance. I wonder if it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of fall and football, this is your favorite time of year because you can get into the fall fashion. And from what I understand, Aaron and Matt and the guys at Jay Longs are loaded up, hitting it out of the park. Not to use a baseball reference when we're talking about <laughs> football, but. Um, yeah, the fall stuff at J Long's is phenomenal. They've got all the the trendy pieces in their, and I talk about this all the time when we talk about fashion, they're high quality basics that are going to work with what you already have and take you not only through fall, but into seasons and years to come because yeah. they're, you're, you're getting elevated pieces. And as we approach the holiday season, I can't emphasize enough. It's a lifestyle shop. If you're looking for a gift that's unique, and it's quality product, and uh, you, you wouldn't know it normally know what to get them. You'll find it most likely at J Long's, which is on Madison Avenue, right here in Mankato. By the way, you can shop online now there as well. Uh, we have a link for their website on ours. Just go to georgeandjess.com. What about uh, going to see Nicole and the crew at Heat as you're getting ready for your big class reunion? I was checking the, the <laughs> I was actually checking the calendar for a blowout oh, yeah. on Friday I before I leave because um, that is one of the great things that they do at Heat is they offer blowouts, which if you've never had one, it is um, they wash your hair, you get the scalp massage, and then they dry your hair and style it, which any woman knows that that is the worst part of washing <laughs> right. your hair is washing it 
drying it and styling it. Like yes. hair wash days are the worst. So let heat take over. And I was talking to Nicole, the owner of heat about this. And like when my, when I was little, my grandma would go to the beauty salon every week. Sure. She would get her hair done. She would get it set in curlers and that would be her hairstyle for the week. And then she would go back the following week. And that was just something that women did. And um, essentially you could do that with, the blowouts at heat. You could go once a week, get your hair done. Um, then you, you know, dry shampoo, brush, curl, style, and you never have to wash your own hair. There you go. Tell me that doesn't sound like a dream. I don't have Not any to hair. You. you don't have any I don't hair. have any hair. I shave my hair. The ladies so know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right, right. Um, they have super easy uh, access to booking appointments all online, which is great. They have... Um, the wellness boutique at the front of the salon, which offers uh, silk pillowcases, some fun um, hair accessories, journals, meditation stones, things like that. And you don't have to be going to Heat for an appointment to shop those items, right. which is great. Uh, but you can visit heatthestudio.com to shop lifestyle items and book your book your blowout so you don't have to actually wash your own hair. You'll thank me. <laughs> you You'll will. All right. Again, you can find all of our fantastic sponsors located on our website. We have links to theirs. Just go to georgeandjess.com. All right. They buried the queen yesterday. Well, actually, she, she, I know. The, the reason I bring that up is because it was almost a two-week thing where it was nonstop news. And is what I don't understand. And I believe me, we did. We talked about it the, 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 the day after she passed. Yep, yep. We did a show and we talked about how, I mean, she was a wonderful woman, did so many great things. She will be missed. What a historic figure. Mm-hmm. But for two weeks, it didn't matter what major network or what news station you went to. That's all they were covering. And they kept covering the same thing over and over and over again. Uh-huh. It was uh it was intense. It was intense. It and, was. And, and it was cool to watch some of that yesterday, but at the same time I was like, okay, we we need to move on. There's a lot of other things happening specifically here in the United States that we probably should talk about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So So back to back we're back we're, to we're getting back into the routine. All right, we'll be back tomorrow morning as a matter of fact with another episode at 6 a.m.